Are you happy in your business? Now, I have had my share of emotional ups and downs in my 20 years of being a solo entrepreneur coach. And the patterns I've seen in myself and in my clients is that those downs are usually when I was personally feeling unfulfilled. Sometimes it was because a launch that flopped and sometimes it was just life and had nothing to do with business. But those ups, oh boy, those are the times when I was feeling my most authentic and completely aligned to my purpose or when I just felt like I was rocking that work-life balance. I would be thinking, I could do this all day long and never feel tired. One of my loves is sharing what works for me and what has been working for my clients to achieve this very feeling, full of passion, happiness, peace, and freedom. So I decided to create a private podcast for coaches. Maybe you just want to develop better communication skills that boosts engagement, leads to better results, and makes you feel like you're actually making a difference in the lives of the people you serve. Then you're invited too. We talk about this and more in the UBU private podcast for coaches. Whether you're a mentor, a parent, or run a client-focused business, coaching skills benefit everyone and anyone who wants to communicate in a way that builds relationships. Fall in love with your life and business again. Click the link in the show notes for your invitation to join us right now. Then come back and enjoy this episode. Hey, Difference Maker. Welcome back to part three of this bite-sized deep dive of the love languages versus the Enneagram. In the last episode, I talked about how love languages are not a one-to-one predictor of your Enneagram type and vice versa, and how the nine acknowledgement languages are like the love languages of the Enneagram. The truth is, is we all need validation. We need it both from the outside and we need it from the inside. That's that extrinsic and intrinsic motivation. So we're going to talk a little bit more about how these acknowledgement languages work in this episode. So stick around. It's time to stop comparing yourself to others and plug in to what is uniquely you. Welcome to Unbox Your Personality, the podcast for coaches, creatives, and educators like you who understand that your happiness makes you more effective at what you do, bringing out the best in others. I'm Jim P. Higgins, personality strategist and Enneagram fluff remover. Get laser focused on who you are and who you aren't, so you're free to make the impact you were born to make and have fun doing it. Your personality is your business, so get down to business. So in part two of this series, I talked about how the nine acknowledgement languages are broken up into two parts. The first part is how you internally process information. And the second part is how you externally process information. So I want to take one from the first half and one from the second half and kind of talk about them a little bit deeper. The one that I get really excited about is the emotional yardstick. Because if you're familiar with triads at the Enneagram already, you kind of know that there's a fear triad and there's a shame triad and there's an anger triad. But you don't really know what that means. Does that mean if I'm a type three, I can't be angry? 
because I know I'm angry. Or if I'm a type six, I can't feel shame because I know I feel shame. What it's saying is that it's not that you can't feel those other feelings if you don't belong to those triads. It just means this is what you pay attention to and how you measure your experience in terms of anger, shame, or fear. And this yardstick is a continuum. So for example, for a type seven who is in the fear triad, Fear for a type seven may not necessarily be, you know, panic attacks, but it might be mania or it might be the lack of excitement, which is boredom. And so what type sevens do is they judge or measure their experience based on, okay, where am I on this scale of I'm not stimulated enough, so there's not enough fear going on? So it's boring to, oh my gosh, this is thrilling. Almost, maybe almost to the point of overstimulation. But, you know, type sevens are always the glasses half full people. So we're just going to keep it positive here. <laughs> but if you know somebody is in a different triad than you, then you know to use different words. You're not going to use words that that are on the fear continuum because they're not going to be able to relate to it. If they're in the anger triad, you're going to use words like frustration, resentment, passion. They're going to resonate with those words. And someone that's in the shame triad, they're going to resonate with words like embarrassed or guilty, pride, envy, or jealousy. And this is all internal. So they don't consciously know that this is how they measure their experiences. But as soon as you say it, they're like, yes, that is how I felt. And ding, connection. Now let's talk about my favorite external processing style, and that's pay style. I mentioned this in the challenge that I did back in 2021, right here on the podcast, and we just uploaded it also on the YouTube channel, including a brand new coaching workbook that has been updated for 2023. So if you're interested in a five-day communication challenge, check it out in season one of the podcast or go visit my YouTube channel and find the challenge playlist there. But the acknowledgement language I talk about in that series is pay style. And there's fast pace and there's slow pace. And of course, there's one in the, in the middle because there's always a Goldilocks. It's just right. But if we just look at the extremes, fast paced are quick thinkers, quick doers, kind of impulsive, sometimes puts the cart before the horse. And the slow pace are more thoughtful, more contemplative, more reflective. And now before you start saying, oh, I'm fast paced because buzz, 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 thoughts are going like crazy in my, in my head. That's internal. So when you think about pay style, it's really what is manifesting on the outside. So it's always a good idea to maybe get some insight from a friend who really knows you and doesn't mind calling you out on your stuff. <laughs> For example, my husband is a type nine which is a slow paced style, but he would tell you that he was a fast paced style because his mind goes a mile a minute. 
But in true type 9 form, sometimes it takes a while for him to get started on something because of that whole inertia thing. If you want me to do more episodes on the nine acknowledgement languages, make sure you shoot me a DM on Instagram or leave a comment under this video. I really love the five love languages. It's been around for a really long time. It's almost a common household name. And it is what inspired the nine acknowledgement languages when I developed it. Because when you acknowledge the way someone processes information, or better yet, if you're fast paced and you slow down to their pace or you're slow paced and you speed up to someone else's pace, that makes them feel good. It is a connection point. And we get nine of them. I hope you've been loving these deep dive series, making them bite-sized so you can swallow them without your brain melting. The more ways we can understand and get perspective on how we are wired on the inside and how we think and what motivates us and drives us, the more you can unbox yourself and unleash your power. Thank you for listening, subscribing, and reviewing the Unbox Your Personality podcast. To learn more about yourself, go to powercoachgen.com. Find out how you are different so you can make your difference.